Welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and this podcast is your guide to start creating a lifestyle by design. From entrepreneurship, money and finance, taxes and residencies, and everything in between, this show highlights the nuances of a true global citizen lifestyle. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. So today's episode is inspired by another podcast that I have been falling asleep listening to. It is just so dang good. And I get so many questions from a lifestyle perspective. And I also hear so many people in general talking about like, what if I leave my home country and my family and my friends and what are they going to think? How are they going to feel? And I've definitely heard firsthand stories of this happening to other people and what that looks like and have my own take and opinion on it as well and what that looked like for me in my global citizen trajectory. So today we're going to dive into not only family, friends, what that looks like when living a global lifestyle and how to maintain or in some cases, quite honestly, just not maintain those relationships, but also just doing a life audit and creating your own lifestyle by design, which if you've been here for a minute, you know that that is a term that I have been using since I started this podcast years back. And somebody told me probably like a year ago that Tim Ferriss actually uses it in his book, The 4-Hour Workweek, which I have not read. I feel like at this point, I probably have internalized a lot of those concepts through living this lifestyle for seven years now, but I never got to reading it. And I had no idea that he used the term lifestyle design. So uh, here I am thinking that I coined it, not the case. However, let's dive in to personal relationships. And that's going to really tie into everything when living this very global citizen life, especially long-term. If it's a short-term or if you're kind of popping in, popping out, it may look different. But specifically for me and also a lot of the people that I'm surrounded with and that I work with, it is really, truly a lifestyle. And you know you're never going home. You know that that is not in the cards for you. So that's what it looks like for me. That's what a lot of people in my world, it looks like very similar for them. Okay, so first of all, family and friends, it can look different for both of those categories. So I'll share a little bit about what that looks like for me in hopes that it inspires you. And it does, of course, depend on especially the family that you have around you, but of course, the friends as well. You know who those people are and you probably have a good sense of how they may potentially react to the news that you are wanting to completely, quote unquote, uproot your whole life and live somewhere else, potentially long term or forever, whatever that may look like or grow into for you. But I find that if you if you really have the right expectations and if you know how to manage their expectations, it can be so much easier, but this really comes from you. And so coming from you depends on a lot, not all the time, but a lot on how they are going to react. So usually family, especially 
if your family has always been in the same place or they are not huge travelers, not super gone global, then it may be a little bit more difficult for them to understand why. However, I do think that culture plays a big role in this as well, which I find very interesting. So I think it also depends where is your family coming from? What are their traditions, their backgrounds, their roots? And just as an example, so when I personally, many years back, told my family like, hey, I'm leaving this country and I'm going to China. You know, I had never been to Asia on my own. And actually, no, scratch that. I had never been to Asia. And I was like, hey, I'm moving to China in a few months completely on my own. And because my family is very North American, I would say very traditional North American. They were kind of like, okay, cool. If that's what you want to do, then go ahead and do it. And one really important thing that I do want to mention was the shift for me of having the mindset that the worst that can happen is not that bad. And that really helped me when it was so many unknowns. Everything, my whole life was like a huge question mark. I'm moving to a continent and a country and a city that I've never been to before. Nobody I know has ever been there before. I don't know a single soul. I am going completely alone. Lots of question marks in my life. And so what I found was that the mindset of really thinking, what is the worst that can happen to me? And is it really that bad? Helped me so much. And so for me, the worst that could happen was I moved to China. It was not for me. I didn't enjoy it. Things just didn't work out for me, which I knew would have to be really difficult because I wanted it to work out for me so bad. I was like, I don't want to stay here in Canada. I knew it was not the life for me. So I knew it was going to take a lot for the lifestyle to not be for me. But worst case scenario, it wouldn't be for me for whatever reasons. And I would go back to Canada, I would regroup, and I would fly somewhere else and get a job somewhere else. Is that really the worst thing that could happen in my life? Heck no. Heck no, it is by no means the worst thing that could have happened to me. Thankfully, that didn't happen. But you just have to manage the expectations. I knew potentially that I would not enjoy what I was doing. It wouldn't be for me. The the life for whatever reason. We all have experiences where we go abroad and we love it. And we all have experiences where we go abroad and we don't. And there are so many things that go into that. It's not like one or two factors. And so the worst case scenario for me was not looking too bad. So also, I think it's important to, and I didn't share that with anybody at the time. It was just in my mentality of this is part of going abroad. And I know that this, there is potential to not enjoy it, but I'm still going to go anyway, try it, see what could happen. I have no idea what could happen. So why not try, start from there and pivot and adjust if need. You know, when it comes to cultures and especially families and friends, I'm sure as well, but especially families. So like I said, my family was very, very supportive of like, if this is what you want to do, okay, cool. We don't have to understand it. Or like, we don't have to obviously want to go do the same thing. But if this is what you want to do, and this is the trajectory that you see your life going on, perfect, go for it. And I was very grateful for that mindset. But I know people from other cultures, and I'm specifically thinking of Latin American cultures, so more traditional than my Canadian parents. 
and every culture and every family is going to look differently. But I remember hearing stories of people doing the exact same thing, moving to China, moving across the globe, and their families from these other cultures, more traditional cultures, traditional families, thinking like, what have we done wrong? Is it something that we, you, know, you don't feel comfortable here? You don't want to be around us? Is it money? Do you need money? We can give you money. That's no problem. Just not really understanding the true roots of why somebody would want to uproot their whole life and go move somewhere else and just make a life for themselves on their own term in a place that is more aligned with them. So I found that perspective very interesting because that is not something I went through, but potentially it's something that you could go through with your family. I don't know your family and your backgrounds and your culture and traditions. So there are so many different spectrums on how family and friends can react. But I think it's important to just know your audience. As always, know your people. Know, not know, but expect what the reaction could be. Anticipate that. And have the tools and the skills in place to manage that and know what that could potentially be. Know the culture they're coming from. I knew pretty well that my family, when I told them, would be like, okay, cool. If this is what you want to do, go for it. And because obviously I know. Okay. So we've talked about family. So friends, let's talk about friends. And again, these can be interchangeable with family and friends. This is just my personal experience. So friends are usually more understanding because they're a similar age to you. They understand why you would want to do this. However, what I realized probably about two or three years into my global citizen journey and I still wasn't coming home and I never had plans to, but of course I'm not shouting that from the rooftops. So people don't really know what your plans are. I think a lot of people assume that you are just going to come back. And I think especially before COVID, which is when I was doing all of this, I started my global citizen journey in 2017. And it wasn't so much of a thing to, I think more so it's becoming a thing now to just live abroad forever or for an indefinite amount of time. It was more so like you go for one year, maybe you extend it to two years and then you'll come back and you'll get the corporate job. And so, of course, a lot of friends didn't really know the trajectory that I was on. They knew I was loving being in China and I was loving the lifestyle and everything that came with that. But they didn't realize that I probably wasn't going to be coming home, quite honestly. And so what I realized as time went on, like I said, two, three years into this journey, I had some friendships fall off and they were solid friendships. When I was in Canada, I would hang out with them and we would be two peas in a damn pot. However, when they started to, I think, realize either by talking to me or by not talking to me, they realized that I probably wasn't becoming, going to be coming home anytime soon. And I actually had friendships without even having any conversation. It just completely died off. Like I remember one friend, I messaged her when I knew I was going to be back in Canada for a few months. And she just never, ever, even to this day, that was, I don't know, like four years ago, even to this day has never responded. And so I just knew that, okay, this friendship is over. So sometimes there is no words that go into it and it's just a friendship that's over. And of course, you know, there's some friendships that your friends based on 
the proximity. And so when you live this global lifestyle, you are almost 100% going to lose friends. However, I see that as a blessing. It was something that I was a little bit hurt by, I will say, to be completely honest, in the beginning. But now, oh my gosh, what a freaking blessing. Because not only do I not want people in my life if they are not really, really interested in what I'm doing and the lifestyle that I am creating for myself and just living my true lifestyle by design, what I truly want in this life. But I also am always continuing to grow, to level up in all areas of my life. And that naturally means some people are going to be left behind. And so, of course, those people are going to be left behind, but also the friendships that you may potentially on your global citizen journey, through your travels, through living in other places, as you continue to grow, level up, find new passions, find new mindsets, new areas of expertise, wanting to continue to be your best self, but really putting in the work to be your best self, you will naturally also outgrow friendships. And that is something that I have really just had to accept because I think about people who, as an example, when I moved to China, you know, we had a lot of things in common because we had similar jobs. So, okay, we're going to talk about the coworkers and the drama in the office. And so when I started my entrepreneurial ventures, I had literally no interest in talking about those topics with those people. And when I would try to talk about what I was actually interested in, which was business and entrepreneur set and mindset and all of these things that I was living and breathing every single day when I wasn't at work or even when I was at work, honestly, <laughs> half the time. But they were just like not about it. It was not in their wheelhouse. And that's okay. I don't expect everybody to be like me and have the same interests as me. But I'm very grateful because at that time I manifested my partner and one of the things that one of the biggest things that immediately drew me to him, and this was years ago in China, was that he was a business owner. He had been an entrepreneur for so, so many years. And I was just starting this journey. And all I wanted to do, he had read all of the books that I was reading or kind of, you know, like the basic entrepreneur books that you want to start reading when you're on this journey. And we would just talk about business. And oh my gosh, it was my brain was just like, yes, please. So I kind of feel like maybe I, without even knowing it, manifested him into my life. And he has been one of my constants. And we're both business owners. We now both work online. It didn't start that way for him in China, but we are now both doing our own things online. And truly just what we are aligned with and passionate about day in and day out. Otherwise, I believe it's not going to be a successful business if there is no passion behind it because it definitely takes some free working hours, if not weeks, months, or potentially even years to build up something that is successful. So friendship, there's a, a lot of moving pieces that go into that. But really what it comes down to is you want your family to support you and you want to find friends at different stages for your life. So friends who I have now, and this is not, this is definitely not like a real case example with real friends of mine by any means, but friends who I may have now 
may not serve me in the same way that they do in six months or a year from now or three years from now because I want to be a different person. I want to always continue to grow and learn more. And I know it's so cliche, but honestly, be the dumbest and the poorest person in the room because I want to surround myself with people who are have that growth mindset and who are doing exponentially things exponentially bigger than me so that I, A, know it's possible. My subconscious sees it, knows it's possible. It's one thing to think it, but it's one thing. It's another thing to also be it. And also to be around these people, to have them as friends, acquaintances, continue leveling up and get to that next level. And of course, there's always an exchange of there's always some sort of exchange. So it's not like I'm just leeching onto them and being like, hey, be my friend. Uh, that is definitely not the case. I mean, I know my value and my worth and how much I have to offer as well. But I do always want to be that person in the room who is, like I said, the poorest and the dumbest. Put it completely bluntly, not super nice. But that is the trajectory that I want to be on. And I truly want, I truly believe that if you want to continue growing and have that growth mindset, then that is what you need. So on that note, just to finish off, I had a note here in my notes episode about the lazy expat life. So if you have lived abroad for two seconds, you know what I'm talking about. Oh gosh, so prevalent in Southeast Asia, definitely in most countries, but when I lived in China, you see the quote-unquote lazy expat. They are drinking a beer every day after work. They're just kind of putting in the bare minimum, posting along in life. Things are good enough, I would say. Things are good. Things are not amazing. They're probably complaining about a lot of things. Those are not really the people that I want to be around for my energy because they're just, in my experience, they're just always complaining about something new doesn't work for me but that is proactively a lifestyle that I just knew I mean obviously but I was just like I don't want this I do not want anyone around me anyone in any single tiny little bit of my circle to be in this energy because the lazy expat life is it's easy it's so easy trust me once you get the move out of the way like moving from Canada to China sounds scary it it definitely is especially but I mean maybe you don't have a lot to lose in your home country. So maybe going somewhere new is like kind of the best option. I don't know. But once you get into that new place, it becomes comfortable. You get into a routine and it's just like, I could do this routine anywhere in the world. Like I don't need to be here in China or in whatever country. And so I find that they just get very bitter and I don't know, we've, we've all experienced those people. So for me, it was really creating a lifestyle by design. And that is all that I talk about when it comes to the lifestyle component of being an entrepreneur and being a global citizen and not living that complacent expat life. Doesn't even need to be expat life, just really honestly, any life. That lazy, complacent life abroad or in your home country. I was like, hell no, not for me, not the vibe. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. These are a lot of the notes that I had to touch on I'm talking about what it looks like to move abroad, family, friends, all the things. If this episode brought you 
value. If you were like, yes, this totally resonates with me. And if you think that you know somebody who would also resonate with this episode, because I know this is a huge question and probably one of the first things that pops into your mind when you even have the inkling of a thought of moving away from either your hometown, your home state, your home country, whatever it may be, family, friends, relationships, all of the things come into play. So if this episode helps you, please do send it to a friend, a loved one, somebody who maybe you want to understand, you want them to understand your perspective. If you are in this situation of wanting something fresh and new and exciting for your life. And if you are listening, please leave the show a five-star review. If you enjoy this show, we are definitely changing things up for 2024 in the best way possible. No more structure, no more routine. It's just episodes, just free flow episodes whenever they're going to be released for sure multiple times per week. Yes, solo, all the things. So please hit follow, subscribe, whatever it is on your preferred podcast platform to the show. And I will see you in the next episode. You've just listened to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. If anything from this episode resonated with you, I would appreciate if you share this podcast on your socials. And of course, be sure to tag me. And don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for joining me on this global citizen journey, and I'll see you in the next episode.